world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalizing spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my co-host, Andrea, my partner in truth, my buddy I could get into trouble with and laugh and joke with any time. And uh, we could also discuss politics and news and stuff, which is why we're here today, because it's not Friday yet, but you can't stop us from having a good time regardless it's October 18th, 2022. No better time than today to do what we're doing. So we're here. We go over the news and events of the day, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And on Fridays, we have a special edition uh, morning coffee where it is Friday funny centric, where we laugh and joke and share memes and make fun of politicians and do everything we have the right to do in America. It's beautiful. It's a good time. So tune in Fridays. Tomorrow we will not be having an episode of Morning Coffee, but we will be back Thursday, and we will still be having our other shows on the Red Pill Project, Patriot Party, Daily Dose, etc., um, etc. Et so, Andrea, good morning. It's a beautiful day. It looks like our viewers are, are waking up and getting the sand out of their eyes and warming up their beverages. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a, a regular Tuesday for me, so I can't complain too bad. I'm here. I'm awake. I'm alive. So yay for those things. <laughs> and I have my coffee. Good. Hey, Jenica gave me a subscription. Jenica, you Aww. don't have to do that. I appreciate it, though. Thank you. There you go. That was very nice of her. Thank yeah. you, Jenica, for doing that for Vince. Good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. And uh, thank you to everybody else joining us, too, from across the internet. We stream in so many places, and you all come together from different avenues just to listen to us talk. And we appreciate it. We appreciate your time, and we hope you find some uh, entertainment, some informational value, and whatnot in the content and we want to thank you sincerely uh whether you're coming in from facebook d live rumble clout hub foxhole podbean audio listeners uh anywhere we appreciate you so thank you so much you might be on twitter even or telegram it's pretty cool so we're gonna get into it there's a lot going on um we try to leave out the real doom and gloom stuff but let's face it we all wake up every day and know exactly 
where we stand in this tumultuous time of 2022. It's an alliteration. It's pretty good. It's, it's, it's like 1984 all over again. <laughs> it's 1984 all over again. But I still have hope, man. I see things happening. I see Trump truth in a way and um, Durham digging and digging and really getting a foot in the ground and I have some hope with what's uh transpiring. It's definitely a battle though. It's not it's not a, it's, it's not an easy battle, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you could say that again. And there's still uncertainty there, but um it's all worth fighting for, that's for sure. And I named today's episode Have Faith in Humanity. You may have to refresh your page because the titles uh, I updated the titles late, so I apologize apologize if you're tuning in thinking this is the Daily Dose. I had a technical, what we call it in the industry, the technical word for it is a technical F-up. <laughs> and, uh, so I apologize for the title issue, but this should be good most places. Um, yeah. I, have I call those blonde moments. Blonde moment. Yeah, I definitely had a blonde moment today. Um, <laughs> have Faith in Humanity is the name of today's show. And I think it's a nice, light title and uh, positive, positive energy, good vibes, you know. And this morning I was going through things and I had a little bit of faith for humanity. And so I think a lot of what we've um, come to realize over the over the years with the weird pedophilia and the creepy, um, like, esoteric, agendas of the elite and just all this weirdness i think it's all going to come together in a culmination at the end of a day in the thick of the war the information war the psychological war the world domination war i think it's all going to come out there and that could be when the tides turn um because i have faith in humanity that people when they realize the truth and that that this is the truth that these crazy monsters atrocities are going on and mm-hmm. corruption i think that uh, people will come together in the best interest of themselves and their families and we will well win. you know there's a there's a really good point to all of this too and that's number one we need to remember that we're part of humanity and so we need to have faith in ourselves and then the second part of this is just like the earth goes in cycles we have warming and cooling cycles in the earth and those occur naturally um so does humanity you know we have those periods of waking up and those periods of going to sleep and you can look back through history and you can see those times and Mm -hmm. Regardless of empires that rose and fell throughout history, that's going to keep happening. It's this, you know, nothing, nothing is um, foolproof, right? Because humans aren't foolproof. Mm -hmm. And even in the face of the greatest adversity and fallen empires that have existed throughout history, humanity has always rose back up. And we will again. And we need to remember that we need to remember to stay strong and never give up and continue pushing forward because that's how humanity has survived as long as it has and it, and why it'll continue to survive you know so we need to look at this and as scary as the times that we're living in are in and um as tumultuous as they are this is only just a phase and it's a phase in the earth's history it's a phase in our own humanity the history of humanity and hundreds of years from now or thousands of years from now people will look back and regardless of what the outcome is humanity will still be here Mm -hmm. so you know you can't be afraid of what's happening change is inevitable and it's a constant so you know look at the creation of our country 250 years ago you know humanity rose up and embraced it and you know even if we do fall it doesn't mean that we can't rebuild yeah we just have to have faith in ourselves will rebuild absolutely thank you well 
typically we start off with a little bit of finance. So we'll get into that right now. What do you say? Let's do it. Um, the markets are up a little bit today, and I, I'm just going to skip over that fact. But uh, just a note, the markets are up a little bit. Actually, let's just take a quick look. Why not? We're here. Why not, eh? Yeah. My Canadian's coming out. <laughs> um, the markets started out really high. They've kind of dipped back down, but the S&P 500 is up 0.34%. Uh, the NASDAQ is up just 0.8%. Oil is down 3.6%. It is crashing quite hard. I'm not sure why. Probably to do with <laughs> um, us not producing any and whatnot. Who knows? But gold is also down 0.63%, still at $1,650. Silver is down a bit at $18.58, still kind of the levels we've been at. The 10-year bond is just popping up into the green at 1%. Um, Bitcoin... <clears throat> is at $19,357. All right, so. Yes, the economy is going to shit. Yes, we could see a new currency in the world. Yes, we're seeing a lot of green days. Why are we seeing green days? Why is this seemingly, to somebody who doesn't know anything and who's asleep, they might look at this and say, you know, yeah, my 401k is not doing that great, but, I mean, the economy is kind of, you know, it's green today, so there's that, but why? Well, we talked about this, and this is probably a lot to do with it, is it's being propped up. Yep. And it's a damn facade, just like the fake news. It's in the economy, economic news. It's in every type of news you can imagine. This article kind of explains a little more. The momentum builds for creating a treasury bond buyback program. Here is a chart showing liquidity tremors. Treasury yields deviate from a fair value amid elevated volatility. Not good. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of like past my understanding of things when you start getting into liquidity indexes and all these charts and stuff. But they somebody put a nice red box here showing... <laughs> that it's kind of topping out where it topped out before 2020, I guess, the pandemic, and that this is probably a critical yeah. area. Yeah. I do understand that, at least. Momentum builds for creating a treasury bond buyback program. So they're going to create bonds, and then they're going to buy their own bonds back in an attempt to create liquidity and keep our system going and save the economy. How long is that going to work? Probably not long, because I think aren't these known also known as junk bonds? Some of them, maybe I don't Probably know. referred to. No yes. one wants them, that's for sure. I mean, there's no buyers, and um, I'll read a little bit. The long simmering idea that the U.S. government should stand ready to buy back Treasury securities from investors to improve market functioning is moving closer to reality. While the Treasury Department has carried out buybacks in the past, most recently between 2000 and 2002, and while its industry advisors since then have urged it to consider establishing a program, steps taken in that direction last week were more than, were more than experts anticipated. Liquidity metrics for the U.S. government debt, bond, debt market are approaching crisis levels after a year of steep losses for bonds caused by rising inflation and Federal Reserve interest rate increases. And with the central bank simultaneously cutting some of its holdings, the situation may worsen. Treasury Secretary Useless Janet Yellen expressed concern about it last week. When we warned last week that Treasury bonds might begin to enter the debt management conversation, we didn't expect them to jump so abruptly into the limelight. You guys, they are just wrong over and over and over and over again for all of these, all the education that these people hold, all these doctorates and these pieces of paper saying they're super smart. They really predict things wrong every single time. And the stupid average Joe, who's not actually stupid, he's a genius, myself, and people like Andrea here and Josh, how do we get this right when we're just these dummies allegedly uh, to them yeah it's because we're not damn liars anyway well it's because we're critical thinkers I think and we may not be the you know, i think they're artists. i think they're aware they're bullshit artists oh they definitely are yeah they they're spinning this the right. reason that it doesn't make sense to us people like us who are common sense critical thinkers 
is because we see the narrative that they're trying to spin with this. We see it as the bullshit that it really is. And we're like, well, wait a minute. Or fortunately. This doesn't add up. And we can see that. But it's because we're looking at it. We're analyzing it. We're thinking about it. You know, does this make sense? And I'll put my tinfoil hat on. Most and... people don't do that. They're just like, oh, yeah. you could be great. They're, they're scared of the tinfoil. Sometimes you got to come at that perspective of, is someone fucking around right now? And yeah. you'll find out that, yeah, usually there's some weird shit going on. That's just the way it is, and it's been proven over and over again. Um, yeah. I, I am so thankful for tinfoil hats. It gives you a good perspective. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't personally have a tinfoil hat. Well, not But really. if I did, I would wear it well. I just don't look good in hats, period. You know, so I you know what? Tinfoil hat hair. Yeah. <laughs> that right. would be that would make my, my frizziness way worse would than it normal might. is. <laughs> Science. Right. Um, well, things People are saying, rest in peace, Wells Fargo. Um, Wall Street Silver in particular said this because Kramer came out and says that bank stocks are headed for sustained growth thanks to rising rates. And you know what? Jim Kramer, everything he says goes to shit and he's always wrong. But here's the thing. We're going to keep seeing green days, and Kramer might be right in part of this. We could see banks just go up and up and up and up as these buy programs go on and um, our our market is liquefied and continues to go and is greased up a little bit by the Treasury and whatnot. You could see a big increase in banks and other companies that are involved in this liquidity Um throw the throw the money at the wall until it sticks plan well yeah um, that's what they did in 2008 2009 they bailed them yeah. all out they were like oh look everything's what? fixed yes what's gonna happen what's gonna happen after that you could, it can only sustain for so long we could see a crash like we've never seen before you know it's not sustainable so when i don't know this is just my my prediction too i'm not an economist i'm an average joe but you know, Kramer might be right in the short term, but in the long term, we're going to see an evolution of currency, an evolution of economy and a new world. It's going to be, you know, I think like in 10 years, 20 years, the world's going to be just unrecognizable. Massively different. Yeah. I, I think I think even less than that. I, I think possibly in five years or less, it could be drastically different. And the truth of the matter is, is that we need a change. We can't, what we're doing and what we've been doing isn't sustainable and we need a change. Now, it's just a matter of what change that direction takes and are we in control of it or are they? Yeah. But we definitely need a change. I mean, I don't think any of us would disagree that the system needs to collapse and it's going to be ugly and it's not, it's going to affect a lot of people very badly, including potentially, you know, a lot of us here. Yeah, even ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. But with the burning of something, you have a phoenix that can rise out of the ashes. You know, how great would it be if this all crashes mm-hmm. and we somehow get by that weird uh, position between the two eras and we come out on the other side with a gold-backed currency and wealth and a well-oiled machine of an economy and we all prosper and you know obtain our dreams and live our lives and do whatever the hell we want yeah that's the plan you know that's what we want to see um there's other people with other ideas that benefit them and absolutely just throw shit on everybody else but that's why we talk about these things and uh and go day by day through life (sighs) So, yep. and this is where having a diversified portfolio really helps. You know, buy gold and silver, buy other things that have value. You know, and um, you know, seeds even have value. Absolutely, commodities. You know, knowledge has value. Huge. So you know, really diversify, and you know, we're not talking about just stocks and bonds and crypto and gold. You know, there's a lot of things that can have value. Make sure they want to know one of my favorite assets in, uh, ever hmm. wood <laughs> these days. 
Or how about this? This is not something that most people think about. What? Books. Books. Everything is digital now. Information. And or if, printouts. Yeah, something that's in writing. We've been buying massive amounts land. of books and stuff. Yeah, buy Jenica, land. Yeah, absolutely. Jenica says steal catalytic converters. <laughs> I don't recommend <laughs> doing that. <laughs> But what you do on your own time is really none of my business. So. <laughs> Great advice, uh, Jenica. We got to get you. We got to get you on here as a guest appearance to give the best advice on how to invest. We should on. do it on a Friday. That would be hilarious. <laughs> we'll, we'll set it up. We'll arrange it. Reach out to Finster. That'd be so fun. Oh my goodness! But yeah, definitely, Andrea. Diversification's key, and I'm half kidding about wood i know it's a fairly cheap commodity but when it's not around it's not or right when you need it now and you don't want to go chop well, and there's a lot of places where you know they've they've got it to a point now where it's um you have to get a wood cutting permit and there's rules and regulations yeah. that you have to follow and are, of course I, obviously i think a lot of those rules are going to go out the door when people are freezing they won't dead. be able to enforce them but if they but, did, that would suck. Right. I, I'm literally taking note, like, okay, how many trees do we have? We, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, how many trees do we have? What could I chop if I needed to? How much you'd do be I have? You'd be surprised at how fast you go through it. I know. Because there was a point in time when, when we were living in Oregon, we had a wood-burning stove, and that's what we used as our primary heat source. Yeah. And um, we went through four or five cords of wood in one winter. Oh that's my a lot gosh. of wood. That's a oh yeah. We're, we're not talking about, I mean, when that is your primary heat source, because it was either that or use our cadet heaters that were in the wall. And those things are as expensive <laughs> as hell. So, you know, um, and you know, different wood burns at different rates. And a lot of people don't know that different woods yeah. put out, you know, different BTUs. And there, there is wood out there that when burned creates toxic poisonous gas. So make sure that you understand your wood and what you can and can't. I believe one of them is yew wood, which is um, toxic. You can find in the Pacific Northwest, and it's toxic. The I didn't know that. It is toxic. Yes, don't burn uh -oh. yew wood. See, so knowledge, great commodity. Yeah, Jenica says hemp works great for building and using. And, you know, the thing about it is, yeah. is that hemp is a, a super fast renewable resource. It's fast growing. It's, and you know, one of those great things that, but it's not, um, people have tried to, to grow it commercially and sell it, but the market just really isn't there. And I think a lot of it has to do with the negative connotations around, you know cannabis and that's what people think of when they think of hemp even though yeah. um the difference is is that they, they go reefer madness on you and then you have to jump through all these hoops and then the government doesn't right do it either. right it's all but you know they also there's a lot of testing too that goes into it because you know they don't want you to um, do it. it can't produce more than a certain amount of thc so it's basically no thc in a hemp plant let's face it they don't want us growing hemp no they don't but hemp has been used for thousands and thousands of years for a yeah. lot of different things. You can make and rope, you can make bricks, you can make supplements and oils. Oh, yeah. that would be terrible. Well, you're talking about the difference between hemp and cannabis. No, you can make oils oh. with hemp. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay, I haven't looked into that yet. I'm still it's... in my learning process because I'm learning about a lot of different things. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, man. We're all learning today as every day we do. Uh Let's get back into our last article here. Do you want to go into this? Uh, I moved this out of order. The um, Gateway Pundit article here. Yeah, which one? The three simple charts that show the material oh. difference between President Trump's economy and Joe Biden's economy. Uh, yes. Where did you? Oh, there it is. Okay, Joe I Biden see. is the inflation inflation king. No, oh, I know, right? You want to bring it up for everybody? Oh wow. Poonslayer is selling unvaccinated sperm. Not a sponsor, by the way, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it says, 
Okay, let's move on. <laughs> the difference between President Trump's economy and Joe Biden's economy is glaring. All Americans can see the Bidens taking the U.S. economy into the tank. The first chart from President Trump shows the economy on President Trump's last day versus the economy today. So what we've got here is um, how it started and how it's going. Oh, you scrolled down way too fast. I think there's more. What did I do? Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe I... the heck? Are the charts out of order? Oh, there it is. Oh. You have to click on the thing. There we go. Yeah, so on the last day under Trump, we had 1.4% inflation rate, $2.39 gas, 2.65 30-year mortgage rates, 1,625 average rent prices. The NASDAQ was up 13,342. Grocery price increased 3.7%. Electricity rose 1.5%. And real average hourly earnings decreased, increased, excuse me, increased 4%. Under Joe Biden, inflation is up 8.3%. Gas prices are $3.76 a gallon. It's for a 30-year mortgage, it's now 7.08%. Average rent prices are $2,039. NASDAQ is down 10,829 points. Grocery prices increased 13.5%. Electricity rose 15.8%. And real aver average hourly earnings decreased by 2.8%. So as if that's, Ooh. you know, not enough. But this next chart, you can really see, this is Joe Biden is the inflation king. And this chart does a really great job in showing us, you know, where we were at under Trump and then how it immediately spikes. And this is the medium CPI, core CPI, 16% trimmed mean CPI. I don't know what a lot of these terms are. Um, uh, consumer but, price index and... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, mostly that, but they're all convoluted. Right, everything, everything skyrocketed. Yeah. You know, and you can see under, I mean, even... At the beginning of Trump's presidency, things, I mean, they went up and down a little bit, but they kind of stayed between that, you know, two and three. And then even the, the pandemic end. here, right before the Trump Biden line, where you see it go up and down. Yeah, it went up and then Trump fixed it, you know, did whatever he did and it went down. And then, of course, it went back up again to stabilize because that's what happens. And then under Joe Biden, everything just skyrocketed. Yeah. So it ain't pretty. And then the next one is, you know, and kind of the same thing. Inflation, <laughs> gas. I love these mortgage charts. Rates. It says, but it says border under Biden is open. Under Trump was secured. Crime under Biden is high. Under Trump was low. War, yes, under Biden. No under Trump. Vaccination, forced under Biden. Voluntary under Trump. Mencha. Yes for Biden, no for Trump. Crackhead son, yes for Biden, no for Trump. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the world that we're living in now, and um, it's not pretty. We have the charts to prove it. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the <laughs> thing about it is, is that, you know, you could put this in front of the left all day long and they'll be just a lie. That's a, that's a lie. Yeah. And they'll be orange men bad. Yeah, orange men. At least we don't have mean tweets. Yeah. I'm happy I'm broke. Can't yeah. I'd rather be broke than have my feelings hurt. It's like, tell your face you're happy you're broke because you look very angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. It's just terrible. And what we see, the depravity that we see, and yep. just the change that we have seen in two years is ridiculous. Yeah. The things that happen when your government's taken over illegally by this insane regime, that's always mm -hmm. kind of had power um u.s news let's get into it new election integrity app votify allows users to share election integrity concerns and irregularities nationwide well this will be interesting yeah it was I like when i first saw that i was like hmm this is kind of weird and um i started reading it and i think it's actually a good app I might have to get it. It's called Votify Now, and it gives voters the ability ability to easily share election integrity concerns and election ir irregularities across the country. The app, created by Johnny V Vieira Vieira Vieira, 
That's a weird one. Yeah. Following public distrust in 2020 election is available now on Google Play and the App Store. Users can report mail-in ballot issues, polling location issues on election day, vote counting issues, and other red flags in their elections nationwide. Very cool. Yep. And it, it works in real time, so that's the thing. And it's got, um, you know, all of the incidents are sent to people who can investigate this stuff and look into it um, local in their local area. And um, so, yeah, I think that if it's used properly, it's going to be a really good tool. And we obviously need something like this since our votes are not secure. And, you know, we need some way of being able to, because obviously, as we've seen, 2000 Mules, while it was a really fantastic documentary, and there's been um, several sheriffs who've even investigated the allegations and some people have been put in jail for voter fraud. Um, the majority of it has went completely, it was completely disregarded mm-hmm. by the people who need to be enforcing this stuff. Yeah, disinformation campaigns definitely swept that one under the rug for the most part, although mm-hmm. props to them for doing it. And this is so important right now. Um, you all should be registered and ready to vote. And even Trump came out and started truthing about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Truth Social. Trump. Um, he. I'm just going to kind of scroll down because I don't actually have this prepared, but I was reading it this morning. Um... Do, do, do. Trump retweeted this. The day Democrats stop cheating to win an election will be the same day they stop winning at elections anywhere again in the United States. So He's, he's not re- wrong. He's retweeting these things this morning. Um, the crime is of the century, and look at our country now. A total mess, Trump said. And he retweeted this. 2,000 mules shows an estimated amount of ballot harvested votes calculated only from mules that delivered to a certain amount of drop boxes in swing states in arizona there were two hundred and seven thousand mule votes and trump lost by ten thousand votes approximately wisconsin eighty three thousand mule votes trump lost by twenty thousand pennsylvania two hundred and nine thousand mule votes trump lost by eighty thousand michigan two hundred and twenty six mule votes trump trump lost by one hundred and fifty four thousand Georgia, 92,000 mule votes. Trump lost by almost 12,000. Re-truth. This is so, why... you know, if he lost by those numbers, it makes you wonder what the real impact of those were because he was winning by a lot, mm-hmm. you know, prior to them shutting everything down and redoing everything. So I would imagine that those are pretty close to the amount of numbers that they needed to have in order to really steal the election. You think about that, 226,000 votes. Well, yeah, they just, yeah, just enough votes to more than, yeah, just enough to win, steal the election. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah. Um, and it's still going on. Trump retweeted this by no mandates on truth this woman says there's no next time time to get involved get loud and stand your ground local action equals national impact vote in person on election day become a drop box watcher at cleanelectionsusa.org download the votify app and report any and all election fraud join That's the what true... this article is about. wow join the That's tr- that app. Join Sorry. the True the Vote Army, truethevote.org. Become a poll worker. When you open the site, click the state you reside in. Save yourrepublic.org. Follow no mandates on True Social. How can you help on election day? And they put it in a nice little thing. I'll retruth that. Um <laughs> There's more here. Trump retruth this. Uh at Trumper Mel said, My my dedicated my dedicated Dropbox watching team caught this and sent it up the chain. What do you see in this picture? It's somebody pulled up next to a Dropbox. We really don't see much more than that. They put a Dropbox address and they say, Rap- happening right now at Mesa Dropbox. I believe this is Arizona. Somebody pulled up uh, going up to a Dropbox. Um, 
they continue, and Donald Trump is retweeting all this by Trumper Mel. This she says, this guy drove in backwards to avoid plate detection, got out showing his back, pulled ballots out of his shirt. I need people there tonight to help my people. Lots of you, seventy-five feet away from the box, post up opposite so we see both sides. Someone get tags. No talking to them. Do not go inside seventy-five feet. They are trying to get us to engage them. Don't do it. So be safe, everybody. You know you don't want to get into any trouble or uh, hurt. Um, so make sure you follow any local laws and that kind of thing. But, um, I might have to go to a local drop box and hang out. Yeah. Make sure you know what the rules are in your state too. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Obviously there's some states that have 75 feet. So you can't be within 75 feet of them. Just make sure you check your regulations, check your County. Yeah. Because know, they'll um, enforce those laws, but they won't enforce the laws that they're breaking that you're watching. Yeah. Crimes are yeah too, well, and two wrongs don't make a right. So if you want to do something the right way, you got to make sure you're doing it the right way. So follow all of your local laws properly. You're right. You know, when you're yeah. right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and sign up to be a poll watcher. There's yeah. training and stuff that I know, you know, or a poll worker. Um, my mom has signed up to be a poll worker. She went through the training and all of that stuff. And so that, you know, I know that she's one of the people that is going to help keep our elections in my county secure. Wonderful. Good for her. Yeah. It's hard for me to do something like that um, just because my kid is homeschooled. So I'm responsible for a child. (laughs) Necessarily have the time. Field trip. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't want to listen to Mommy Boy. That would be so boring. When are we going to go? That would be so (laughs) boring. Let's let's admit it would be really boring. Yeah. That is some kind of weird torture for a child. Yeah, right? (laughs) Not be a happy kid. I'd be like, Civics Day, school. (laughs) I gave you a sticker. Stop crying. Okay, let's see. Yeah. You can have more snacks tonight. Uh, what else (laughs) so yeah the voting that's big Mm -hmm. it's nice to see trump so active this morning and retweeting and just going it's cool yep exactly Uh, oh yeah biden has opened up his uh billion dollar student loan forgiveness program despite all the lawsuits (laughs) and apparently people have already filled out their application i was talking until december 31st i was talking about this last night Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Oh, here. I'm you know here I can just kind of browse through it. Please just I mean there's really not a whole lot to it other than um What's the problem here? What's going on? And because some people seem to think that they're going to have ten thousand dollars of their debt forgiven and they're signing up on these websites. And I actually was on their website last night reading and I was kind of following links and seeing, you know, how are you doing this? And everything they say is legalese for nobody <laughs> nobody might get anything or every you know so you, well right because there's still lawsuits that are being filed and so if they don't so you could sign up for this right and if you're one of those people who wants to do something like that just remember that nothing is free and that everybody's paying for it including yourself if you have a job because you pay taxes um it's you people have until december 31st of next year to submit their application well I was and the um, website and the website says that as well and then later it says although you have until this time oh wait that actually i'm retarded i just understood what they were saying they're saying they're still going to process them after that time but maybe you can't submit them after <clears throat> that time okay never mind so basically his plan is that anybody who makes under $125,000 a year is eligible for up to $10,000 of relief. Um, obviously, unless you went to like a trade school, you're probably going to have way more debt than that racked up. I mean, some of these degrees and stuff that people get, you could be hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. So, and if you're making, which, and some of these people, some of these kids go to college and they get these liberal arts degrees and they got a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt and they work at Starbucks, you know? So this is what, this is the kind of people that these things are really targeting. Yeah. My understanding, 
is that Biden doesn't have that authority to make that decision. And that's he what they're kind not. of fighting and that this may yeah. not even go through at the end of the day. So correct. And so it's stunt. It is. It's a hundred percent him buying votes. And right now they are doing anything and everything in their power to try to buy these votes, which is why they've rolled this out, even though they've got all of these lawsuits that have been filed and so they're like, yeah, you know, all of these liberals that don't want to think for themselves are like, yeah, my student loan's getting forgiven. I'm going to vote for Biden. I filled it out on the Democrat. internet. I filled it out and on the internet. They might not actually get anything anyway in the long run. And then where are they going to be? And by then it's too late because guess what? They've already voted for these people. So it's nothing more than a stunt, a political stunt. Just like everything else that Biden is doing um, to, there's another one, if you don't mind, just kind of, I'll just jump ahead a little bit. Yeah, please. Is Biden to announce another 15 million barrel SPR release before the midterms. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Yeah, and so... They don't want $4 a gallon of gas going into the midterms. And so they're going to release another 15 million barrels out of the strategic petroleum reserve to help bring down the gas cost right before the midterms to hope to give them something. And then, of course, what's going to happen after the midterms are over, regardless of who gets into office, gas prices are going to skyrocket again. Yeah. Because we don't have enough gas in our strategic petroleum reserves to maintain that level for one and we're not drilling here saudi arabia is not selling us any oil venezuela doesn't want to sell us any oil nobody wants to sell us oil (laughs) and so where is that going to leave us you're muted we're gonna have to start digging sorry i could hear a chainsaw someone my neighbor so these are nothing more than political stunts meant to you know, buy votes. You know, he's he's doing the whole look at what I did. Yeah, it's such a scam, and I was talking about it yesterday, and being told it's so depressing when you talk about the truth. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but man, I mean, doesn't mean that it's not the truth. It's like we have to accept the shitty truth and move on and uh, make the world better. That's that's uh, the best option. Yeah. Stop not cry about it. Um, the fake news is trying hard to sell the first. Ni- I'm sorry. Donald Trump, I think, said this. The fake news media is trying hard to sell the fa- false narrative that Durham is nearly done with his investigations and prosecutions and is close to wrapping things up. But is he? Is he really? Mainstream media? And, oh, I'm sorry, Awakened Outlaw said this, and then he continued to say, what most folks don't yet understand, and they're going to find out, is that he's just going to keep coming, and there isn't a damn thing they could do to stop him. Durham Watch, Durham-inator, <laughs> a meme. Well, and, and Donald Trump, Trump says, hope so. Trump retweeted it and said, hope so. But, you know, I don't retreated. know... I don't know that that's a foregone conclusion. I mean, honestly, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we don't know, but it's interesting, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am excited. It's pretty... I am less excited about it, honestly. Well, look, I think this really is going to open the can of worms here for them. I don't think it is. I think that they're going to do what they did last time. With who was the other guy? The first Durham one a couple months ago. Uh, I don't know what. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'm sorry. I don't know. But they, nothing came of it. They didn't find him guilty and it all went away. And I mean, depending on where these, it really, what it's going to be based on is where these trials are held. Okay. Because the first one that Durham did, or this previous one that Durham did, yeah was held in dc which is corrupt the jury was stacked against him and they lost durham lost yeah and depend if that's you know if nothing changed if they're trying these in the same courts or in areas that are stacked 
predominantly right. Democrat right. like that, Corrupt courts it's not going to go anywhere. Sure, but you know? if the truth gets out there, enough people are aware. They kind of have no choice because people are going to stand up. Um, they're exposing the corruption. They're exposing um, it, but nothing's being done about it. Not yet. No, you're absolutely right. But I don't think this just leads to nowhere. Otherwise, we're really fucked. I, I'm kind of of the opinion that it kind of leads to nowhere. It, it might. And I know that that's not a popular view, and that's okay. It might. I'm, this we is don't know. my opinion. We don't know the It future. could. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know the future at all. I'm just, you know, my opinion is, is that based on what I've seen, this goes nowhere, just like it has in the past. It's possible. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I thought there was another story of involving That's a lot Hillary. of those are from yesterday. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll have to look further into it, but I think they basically implicated others in being responsible for this whole scam that Durham's investigating. Like saying, oh yeah, you know, Hillary did pressure us or something along those lines i don't know for fact i need to find the uh, info and i haven't been like watching these day by day but just uh people's assessments so i gotta find that i thought i put it in our notes <coughs> i don't remember where i saw it but okay yeah I, I, you know i hope you're wrong but uh it's possible man it really is unfortunately i mean we can't i don't think that we have the luxury of being one-sided as far as this we have to look at both ends of it mm-hmm. and you know, neither you nor I know what's going to happen. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, and there's people um, that agree. You know, it's not going to... Yeah, there's people that agree with you here in the comments. It's like... I just don't think that we can be one-sided, you know, to the point of saying, oh, this is never going to happen. Right. We'll see. We will see. Bam. But if it all... I just want some massive victories and things to go... Oh, I do too. I. And when they do, if they do... We're gonna party so hard. It's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun. I'm just, I'm just dance around. I know a lot of people also are gonna dance around in the nude when that day comes. <laughs> You're gonna dance around in the nude? Well, yeah, that's that's kind of what nobody will come to my party if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, and we're out. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, maybe we might have to. We have a lot of notes. We might have to cut it short. Is there anything you want to yeah. talk about in the U.S. news area? Um, you know, there was more insider trading uncovered. Just 2,600 senior federal officials owned or traded stocks and companies their agencies oversee. <laughs> yeah. um, go figure. Yeah. We already all knew this was happening. It's oh, just yeah. they've got it in writing. Somebody actually did an investigation into this. and So everybody's doing it essentially oh everybody's yeah everybody's doing it and i mean you're talking about millions of dollars Mm. worth of insider trading and you can look at what these people earn so you can look at what the congressional salary is right for people that are in these positions nothing crazy out of the ordinary no and then um millionaires (laughs) right and they go into office and their their net worth is x and then they come out of office and their net worth is Z. X million. X, Y, Z. So, I mean, we all know that they're doing something bribes and insider trading. And the whole thing is corrupt. And it's Republicans and Democrats combined. It's not just one or the other. It is both. Our government is, the bottom line is that our government is so corrupt. And even the people that you like the best in Congress are doing this shit probably yeah probably i wonder if paul gosar is doing this i think they all are honestly <laughs> i'm gonna say i know for a fact my republican governor yeah. in the state of montana owns stock in pfizer you think so and guess what Maybe. he made a hell of a lot of money when oh. they started mandating the jabs and he, he never came out he yes owns- he does yeah and he never once came out. He was like, oh, well, I'm not making it mandatory. It's voluntary. 
But guess what? He allowed it to be pushed on TV. He allowed all. He allowed it to be pushed on the radio. He allowed signs up everywhere. Well, he wants this thing sold. He doesn't care if people are dying. He profited because guess what? He's getting rich off the backs of Americans, and that to me is bullshit. And I won't vote for him again. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Um, Elon Musk tweeted this. In retrospect, it was inevitable. It is a meme. Of Trump, Elon, and Ye. Uh, each of them have their own social network now. Why does Elon Musk have an X? Because he's going to name it X. Oh, he's changing it. His Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about world news. We have about 10 minutes left, or we could jump ahead, wherever you want. But... Um, we talked a little bit about this last night, so I guess I'll just mention it again in case anybody is just tuning in and waking up from their weekend. Um, South Africa confirms Saudi Arabia will join BRICS alliance with China, Russia, and Russia and move away from U.S. with explosive consequences. Gateway Pundit reports, as we know, the BRICS nations are... Okay, I'm not ready for this. What's the B again? But it's Russia, it's India, China, South Africa, Brazil, and Brazil. Thank you. That's the B. And they are in this alliance, and Saudi Arabia is joining them. Um, Josh and I talked about it last night. He was speculating we probably may see more people joining, more countries joining the BRICS alliance. This is so. big. This is big. It, it is. Because they're going to end up being the global superpower when all is said and done. And the dollar is going to be worthless. Um, the euro have... is going to be worthless. And, you know, it's we're going to be man. the more countries. It is. Like, it's such a complex, dynamic situation happening, and there's so many facets to it. But this is a big piece of all that. All right, we could... Um... Let's skip the Russia stuff because it's more of the same thing. The war in well, Russia and Ukraine is ramping up. There's one thing, though. The Moscow... Uh, we heard, we reported on the Iranian drones oh, being yeah. reportedly used by Russia. Russia came out and said that they are not using them um, in a nutshell and that that may be false information that was put out there. Although maybe somebody is using these drones because there are pictures of the serial numbers of these drones, but Russia is not claiming that they are. For some reason, whether they are lying or they are not, I don't know, but I thought that was an interesting point. I wanted to put it out there and just goes to show the amount of fake news out there. We can't yeah. trust anything we hear. Even if we say it, we're just looking at various, uh, usually slightly okay information, but bad shit gets through all the time. So be aware if I, if, you know, just fact check everything and, you know, we can't take anything as fact without plentiful evidence anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can jump ahead to whatever you'd like. That's all I want. But they did, Russia did confirm that they are striking energy facilities in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. So, and military installations. So, there is that too. So, that those, those strikes are still happening. They're going to be increasing. I think we're about to see round two of what Russia does to Ukraine and oh, what comes to that. Yeah. So. I think it, I think it's going to be huge the next few days. Yeah. I, I just, but the one thing that I, I found is, and maybe, and you, if you would bring up this article, yeah. it's under health. Doctor urges Canadian Medical Association to investigate the unusual death of 80 young doctors since vaccine rollout. 800% above baseline expected number. Wow. And they actually go through. So you've got a Canadian doctor that's standing up for the truth. And he wrote a letter. So Dr. William Mackis, MD, a physician in cancer research, researcher wrote a letter to the Canadian Medical Association on Saturday requesting that they look into the sudden rise in mortality among Canadian medical professionals after the implementation of mandated vaccinations for medical personnel. Dr. Mack has also called to put an end to all COVID-19 vaccine mandates in Canadian healthcare. He, um, Dr. Mackis is a nuclear medicine physician who was formerly employed by the Cross Cancer Institute in Edmonton. He ran the largest nuclear medicine third Theranostics lutetium based cancer treatment program in North America in Edmonton, Alberta, 
at Cross Cancer Institute, sponsored by sponsored by University of Alberta and Alberta Health Services, authorized and funded by Health Canada. Dr. Mackis is also the author of 100 plus peer-reviewed medical publications. In his letter addressed to CMA presidents Dr. Catherine Smart and Dr. Alika LaFontaine, Mackis detailed that there should be an investigation regarding the untimely deaths of Canadian doctors after the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine in the country. Our analysis shows Canadian doctor deaths under age 50 in 2022 will be twofold higher compared to 2019 to 2020. Shockingly, doctor deaths under age 40 are fivefold higher and doctor deaths under age 30 are eightfold higher, Marcus, Marcus said. According to Marcus, CMA just sponsored the 2022 ICPH International Conference on Physician Health held on October 13th through 15th, 2022. CMA leaders discussed many topics at this conference. The one topic they didn't discuss, young Canadian doctors dying suddenly and unexpectedly after the COVID vaccine rollout, he added. I'm going to skip past the letter, but it shows in here. So there is, um, maybe you can hit view full screen. Um, there is, I'm not going to read the letter, but if you keep scrolling down, there is a list that it shows all of the pictures of the doctors who have died in in Canada. 45, 32, 56, 46, 69, 40s, 27- collapsed swimming died after died suddenly i mean these are you know and it died tells you running yeah died while running died unexpectedly cardiac. died yep died and most of them are died unexpectedly died unexpectedly rare spinal cord glioma you know i mean you're talking about oh, some of these people are middle-aged but they definitely should be living a lot longer like 49 is not a normal died age for someone to die yeah yeah. Um, died after sudden brief illness, you know. 31, it's, 59, 44, all these people. 30, yeah, exactly. Man. And, I mean, some of them look like they could potentially have, you know, some weight issues, right? But that shouldn't dictate their death. But most at 24, car crash, 1.15 p.m. She's the only fatality. We're seeing a lot more of this, too. My husband and I call them vaccidents. Mm-hmm. Where there's single car accidents involving a driver and nobody else. There's no pedestrians. Yeah. There's no other drivers involved. They're just wrecking their cars. Those happen here too. And yeah, but 30 years ago. old, sudden aggressive cancer. 30 years old. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. My heart aches for these people's families. And these physicians about, should have never been put in this position. Not only is this atrocious for the rights of these people who were likely murdered uh, if you look at this how we think it looks um, the bad thing about this is this affects now the health of everybody else Uh, not that healthcare is usually great but um, this is going to affect society huge hugely right and you know and I know that um, or at least my understanding I don't know my understanding is that in Canada, when it comes to specialized healthcare, so something other than just normal routine visits, um, that the waiting list can be fairly long. Now you take more doctors out of the equation. How much longer is that going to be? Yeah. So how does this affect the the health of all Canadians? Well, the quality of the care because and the quality of the care. What strain does it put on the hospitals? Yeah. You know, are they able to replace these doctors quick enough? Do they have the resources to be able to and the probably not you know to be uh, resources being students that are in the healthcare field or field of study yeah or going into the healthcare industry they're you know probably dying but, too. right and so what does this really mean for healthcare in general and it's the it thing we gotta remember is that it's not own. just Right. Well, it's not just in Canada. So this specific one is in Canada, but it's happening here too. Healthcare providers in the United States are also under vaccine mandates that is federal. And granted, there are some places that are fighting that, but for the most part, you know, I worry about our healthcare providers here in the United States just as much. Yeah. There are people that are trying to do things outside the system and, Thank God yeah. for them. 
and you don't hear a ton about it. So I'm really happy to hear that this doctor is speaking up yeah. and standing up for and being the voice for these doctors who no longer have a voice. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Unbelievable. The mm -hmm. times we live in. Yep. But other than that, um, the only other thing under health that we had was um, Boston University has now created a new COVID variant with funding through NIH and Dr. Fauci that has an 80% kill rate. Yeah, and I talked about this with Josh last night, and it's terrible. I have a feeling it's more targeted towards vaccinated individuals. Maybe. I don't know. But the thing that's... I said this. The thing that's good about an 80% kill rate in a virus is that it kills people before they can spread it too much. However, if this COVID variant is somehow released to people and there is a two-week period where you don't have symptoms and you can transmit it and mm -hmm. everyone gets it, that's like the nightmare scenario that would be terrible. But the fact that they're still doing this research and that they lie and say it's because we want to be able to protect you from it in case it happens naturally so we could make the vaccine early and yeah josh is like yeah that doesn't work that doesn't work shut up he no. didn't say shut up but it's scary. <laughs> I yeah. it is yeah so you but, know something to be aware of make sure your health is in good order make sure that you have the vitamins and the supplements you need um, there are a lot of natural supplements that you can do. Um, I just harvested mullein leaf, which is one of the things that you can use to clear up chest congestion. Ooh. It's a weed. You can find it pretty much all over North America. Nice. So, you know, look for it, harvest it, dry it. You can, and it, it's actually one of the things that, um, not that I recommend doing this. I'm just, you can make a tea out of it. You can steam it and breathe it in that way. You can also smoke it. Like it's actually Woo. fine to smoke. So if there's oh, smokers toxic. out there, it's not toxic. Smoke's toxic. It actually, no. So with mullein leaf, uh -huh. it's one of the things that it, it's actually, so believe it or not, smoking it is the best way to get it into your lungs to clear out the congestion. Interesting. Yeah. So it gets the medicine in there faster Let's and more <laughs> now if you are not a smoker i wouldn't recommend doing this because you're gonna cough like hell and you're gonna be miserable and your lungs are gonna hurt can you smoke because it? you're can not you, a smoker can you mix it with buds marijuana you probably could i wouldn't see why not you could definitely smoke it so put that in your pipe and smoke it <laughs> all right not medical advice but uh i'm, I'm not a doctor so don't take my medical advice but that's what i've read i may make my own independent decisions totally not based on what you just said yeah, i'll have to so. you'll have to tell me more about that i want to know what it looks like and whatnot it's um, fuzzy and it's soft okay <laughs> that's funny okay. and mine was very dirty so i had to wash it last night because it was behind my husband's shop oh wow uh well that's all the time we have for today andrea thank you so much for going through this stuff with me <laughs> Uh, as depressing as it is, as it, as it is, sometimes we still day day after day uh, keep on pushing, and uh, we're going to continue to do that. And you know, nothing's going to stop us. That is true. If I could add just one more thing, though. Oh yes. If please. you're going to harvest weeds from your area, make sure that you're harvesting them from a place where you know that hasn't been sprayed with poison or peed on. Right. Well, I mean, that's just gross. But yeah. So I'm not just trying to be funny. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna drive around and look for, <laughs> make sure that there's no. Make sure that you know it's an area where you know because a lot of times the county will spray the sides of the road, right? Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh look, and people, you don't necessarily want to harvest that. Or people will pollute in other ways as well, like peeing. Yeah. So just make sure that you know that what you're harvesting hasn't been poisoned. <laughs> Yeah, and wash everything and everything. Yeah, um, that's all. Thank you, Andrea. We should do. Oh, I want to do a show about weeds. Gosh, it takes a lot of research, and I do reading once in a while. But it's such a fun topic. It's good to know it what's is. in your area. Yep. Um, 
Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate it. If you want to donate to the Red Pill Project and support what we do, we do appreciate it. And we are listener funded. You could go to redpills.tv slash go to do that. Redpills.tv slash go is our Gives and Go campaign. You could find Red Pill Project there and donate any amount you'd like. And we greatly appreciate that. Helps us keep the lights on, keep our equipment up to date, keep uh, travel expenses paid for for speaking engagements, etc. So please help us out. We do appreciate it. Thank you to the Red Pill family who does support us continuously as members on the social Red Pill. Whether you're a free member or a paid member or whatever, we appreciate you and we love you and we'd love to see you all there. So if you're not a part of the social Red Pill, come on over. It's better than Facebook. It's better than Twitter because it's family. So go to socialredpill.com and join you can join for free or you could get a subscription we'd love to see you there and it helps you keep up with what's going on in the red pill project universe um i guess that's all i'll do for today and andrea i do appreciate your time thank you so much we're going to go ahead and get to the rest of our day you guys make sure you tune in tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific to watch the daily dose with joshua reed tomorrow we do not have an episode of morning coffee but we will be back thursday <clears throat> pardon me and then into the rest of our week, into the weekend. It's going to be a good old time. I might dress up this Saturday for Makes You Think, and along with Jim Bob, because he has so many great costumes, I feel like I should just have a little you know who You know what you should go as? Yeah, I have an idea. Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. That would be an easy one. <laughs> I tried to get my kid to dress up for, as Jake from State Farm. I was like, you should totally do this. He's like, that's dumb, Mom. I'm like, no, it would be great. That would be pretty good. But then you're advertising for State Farm. <laughs> I don't care. It'd be funny. It would be pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I have another idea that's just as, as ridiculous, kind of. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for joining. We appreciate you. Make sure you leave your comments and thumbs up and shares. And we'll see you soon. Take care. God bless. And God speed. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.